Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today we're going to do another episode in our fabulous series of saving money by doing something. So today is, I hope you think my series is fabulous, today we're going to save money by making our own yogurt, okay? If you like yogurt, I really enjoy yogurt. I had made yogurt decades ago and I had a little yogurt maker and it makes about two cups of yogurt all together and it's a lot of work. And I thought, you're not really, that's, you're not getting much production for the amount of effort you're putting in. Okay. I know you can make, I knew that you could make yogurt in a simpler way. It's not such a, yogurt is not a big deal to make. Okay. It really isn't. But I really like yogurt. I have it at work every day for my breakfast, lunch, whatever. It does, it gets expensive, especially if you're using, if you're eating like a good quality Greek or Icelandic yogurt. It can be uh, rather expensive. So I thought, I'm just going to make some yogurt and see how it is. And I wonder if it would save me any money because I'm really kind of enjoying a couple different kinds of high-end yogurt right now. And I thought, I need to, you know, just figure this out. So I found a few recipes, looked over a few recipes and looked over my old recipes for making yogurt and what I remembered. And I, I have a really good um, technique for you. Now, this, I'm not, I'm going to warn you, this is a long process, but it doesn't require a lot of time from you. So this is one of those things, like I've said before, that you may want to do on a day that you know you're going to be home all day cleaning the house or most of the day. Uh, that you're going to be able to kind of interact with this yogurt as you go along. It, a, a snowy day or a rainy day that you're not going anywhere would be a great day to make yogurt. So if you get your uh, stuff, if you watch the weather and know you're going to be home, whatever, it's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty good project. What I did, I started my yogurt on Friday night after work, and then Saturday I wanted it to be Greek yogurt, so I strained it Saturday while I was home doing some cleaning and stuff so I could go back and check it. So here's what you do. It depends on how much you want to make. You're going to use the same amount of yogurt. You'll either need a half gallon of whole milk. I used whole milk and then we'll get to the rest of it later. But to start off with, I used whole milk because whole milk works easiest and you get a nice amount of yogurt out of it. And it's also good grief. It's fantastic. It's like ice cream. So You'll either need a half gallon of whole milk or a whole gallon of whole milk. If you have a local dairy's milk that possibly uh, bottles in glass jugs or, you know, like a nice local dairy that you know and use, use that milk. And I recommend that even if you drink milk and you're buying milk, use your local dairy's milk. Don't use the large production farm facility milk or, you know, these milks that you live in Ohio and your milk comes from, uh, Western part of the United States, you know, because of a big production facility there, use your local milk. Okay. And one five ounce container of plain yogurt. This is plain unflavored yogurt. So it will say on the container plain, it can be regular yogurt or Greek yogurt or Icelandic yogurt. It doesn't matter. I will buzz market right now and say that I used Siggy's. I really love Siggy's yogurt. So that's what I used for my plain yogurt and the whole five ounce container. What you want to do is in a heavy bottomed pot, uh, you want to heat your milk slowly to 180 to 180 or 190 degrees in between there. I went to about 185 
when I did this and you want to heat it slowly. So this is going to be the long part. You want to put it on medium low heat. You don't want it to be on high heat. You don't want your milk to scald, stick to the bottom of the pan, any of those things. It may stick a little bit on the bottom. You, you want to keep a whisk handy and stir it really often with your whisk. What I did, I had a frying thermometer that clips on the side of the pot that I clipped and put right into the milk so I could just go by and check it, you know. You can use an instant read thermometer if you have that. A candy thermometer works also. But you just want to stir it pretty often with a whisk. So you want to do it, you want to make your yogurt at a time you'd be available to just go by and stir it every once in a while. When your milk reaches at least 180 degrees, remove it from the heat and take it over. I would suggest to take it over and either set it on your counter on top of a trivet or cooling rack or on your table on top of a trivet or cooling rack so you can keep an eye on it and you want it to cool down to 110 degrees, okay? When it gets to 110 degrees, you're going to take one cup or a ladle. A ladle holds about three-fourths of a cup, so one or two ladles of warm milk out of the pan and put it into a bowl and stir your yogurt into it until it's really well blended and then pour that back into your pot of milk, Okay, you want to stir that in after you pour it in, stir that in, tap off your whisk or whatever, put the lid on your pan and let that sit and just sit in a warm spot for about 12 hours. I left it overnight. So what I did was I returned my pan to the stove and just put it on the stove, not on a burner in the middle of all the burners. And then I wrapped it in towels so that it would stay warm in like kitchen towels. And I left it sit overnight. Okay. Don't leave it sit on a burner. People have said, put it in a crock pot. You don't have to put it in a crock pot. You don't have to go to that trouble. Cause believe me, if your house is like 68 or 70 degrees, it's warm enough for your yogurt to work. After 12 hours, if you're not going to uh, make this into Greek yogurt after 12 hours, You want to take your towels off, take your lid off, give your yogurt a stir, and put it into another container. I prefer a glass container, so I used some uh, quart canning jars. And put it in the containers and put it into your refrigerator. It's ready to eat after about three or four hours once it's nice and cold. And you can add fruit to that. You can put a little vanilla in that. My favorite thing to do with homemade yogurt is to take uh, jam, like an all-fruit jam, Uh, homemade jam, strawberry jam. I love it with strawberry jam. And just take like a heaping teaspoon of your favorite fruit jam and plop in there and stir it up. And it's like just enough sugar and fruit to flavor your little cup of yogurt to eat. And it's really good. And a great thing is you know what's in it, okay? You didn't put any thickeners in it, which is very common in commercial yogurt. If you look at the label of your commercial yogurt, especially your Greek yogurt, you're going to see that it has other things in it to thicken it. Now, we're going to take our yogurt we just made and make Greek yogurt the way Greek yogurt was intended to be made, okay? What Greek yogurt is, is it's just regular yogurt that has more liquid drained off of it because your yogurt will drain some whey water off of itself if you've probably seen, if you open a container of yogurt, there's some water in the top of it sometimes. And that's what that is. It's just separated out. So 
what you're going to do, it's the same kind of process that we did with our uh, ricotta cheese recipe. I have this awesome jelly strainer. I recommend everybody get one if you're going to mess around doing these kind of things. It's awesome. It's a little three-legged stand, and it has a mesh bag that goes up over it. It has like a rubbery top, and it goes over it. And you put whatever you want to drain out into that mesh bag, and the water will run out of it. It works great. You can use it for fruit to make jelly, which is what it's for, a jelly strainer, to get that clear liquid out to make fruit. I've used it to make ricotta cheese. I've used it to make yogurt. I've used it to make a variety of other things. So it's a handy-dandy tool. Or you can use cheesecloth and a strainer over top of a bowl. What you want to do is take your yogurt and put it into either the jelly bag with the stand or a strainer that has been lined with several layers of cheesecloth. Put your yogurt in there and just let it drain. I just put it on my table and let it sit there. Every once in a while you want to walk past and take a little spoon and give it a bit of a stir to kind of break up any water that might be on top of the yogurt. I let it drip for about three hours. This removed half of the volume of my yogurt in liquid, okay? So when I was done, I did the half a gallon of whole milk recipe. I had a full quart of Greek yogurt and a full quart of the water that came off of it, which I saved. Don't throw that out because we'll talk about that in a minute. So I made a full quart of Greek yogurt out of a half a gallon of whole milk and one container of Siggy's Plain Icelandic Yogurt. The total cost for that was um, the Siggy's yogurt. I didn't use my coupon because I was trying to be, you know, on the level with this. So the Siggy's yogurt was $1.69, and the half gallon of whole milk was $2.18. My total cost was $3.87 for a full quart of Greek plain Greek yogurt. Now, the average price of a five-ounce container of plain Greek or Icelandic yogurt, depending upon the quality of the yogurt that you get. As I said, the Siggy's runs about $1.69 for a five-ounce container. Store brands you can sometimes get for $1 each. Some of them are around $1.15, The average price I found for a five-ounce container is $1.10. So I really did save some money on making that yogurt because uh, that would be equivalent. A quart of the yogurt that I made, the quart jar, would be um, 32 ounces. And that would be equivalent to about six containers of yogurt. So that would be about $6.60. So my total cost was $3.87. So I saved well over $2.00. I saved well over $2. That's like getting two, you know, one or two free yogurts. It, it, I do admit, though, it was a lot of work. Basically, well, it wasn't a lot of work. Let me say this. It was a lot of time. But like I say, if you're home already anyway, you know, and I could have made twice as much yogurt with the same amount of starter yogurt because that's basically what that first thing is, is starter yogurt, you know. But if you continue to make yogurt, you save that yogurt water, okay, which is like whey with some yogurt in it, you can use that to make your next batch of yogurt, which I did. The next time I made yogurt, I actually made yogurt with powdered milk because someone had given me several bags of powdered milk that they didn't have a use for. So I mixed up one gallon of powdered milk, the beauty of which is there's no fat in powdered milk, okay? None at all. 
So I mixed up the powdered milk. I did the same process, heated it to 180 degrees, but I took my yogurt water and I scooped out the yogurty, more yogurty stuff at the bottom. <laughs> I measured a half cup of that, which is four ounces, and then I put an extra spoon in. So I took that out and made my next yogurt. Okay, I didn't have to buy starter yogurt, and somebody gave me the powdered milk, so that was a that was a good deal there. But I was able to make two full quarts of Greek yogurt out of that milk, and then I had uh, the rest of it left over, the yogurt water. I used my yogurt water to bake muffins with, and it was actually really good. It kind of was a, a, gave it a little bit of a, a tart flavor to my muffins, but it was really good. But you, you're not wasting, you're not wasting it because you're using it. But like I said, you're using it to make your yogurt. So once you make your initial yogurt, really the only cost is either buying the milk, you know, buying the milk as you go along. So the cost comes down after, if you got in the habit of making your yogurt and keeping your own starter, it would be very cost effective. And like I said, if you make your own jam, like we had uh, strawberry jam on the podcast one time, if you took your own strawberry jam that you made from your delicious local strawberries and put it in your own delicious yogurt you made, you would know exactly what was in it. And it's, um, I like that. I think that's a, a good feeling to know exactly what you're eating. So I kind of enjoy that. And I don't like the, all the additives that go into things, the thickeners and whatnot, because I think if you have to thicken it, what what's in it? <laughs> why are you why do you have to put cornstarch in it? So I would definitely say I would do this again. I in fact did do this again and I'm gonna keep doing it because I do eat a lot of yogurt and I really enjoy it. I hope you try this recipe out sometime and let me know how you liked it. Let me know how you did, because uh yogurt is a really popular thing and it's fun to make. So I think um give it a try. Maybe you'll have fun. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mary Mac Podcast, and on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.